Just a friendly warning, today's episode contains some spoilers, but if you haven't seen these films by now, that's on you. How have you not seen that? 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 Right now, it's our time. It's our time right now. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the greatest movie ever made on the planet of the Earth, The Goonies. Oh, my God. I am excited about this one. My mother hates this movie. Uh, She will not watch it with my dad, my sister, or I, all of which it's our favorite movie. She won't watch it because she thinks that parents should never let their kids behave like this. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I want to introduce everybody to me, first of all. My name is Caleb Cohart. I'm here. I'm hosting the Goonies today. Sitting across the table from me, my co-hosts, the snorty one, Margarita Archia Cohart. Hey. Oh, wow. That way to follow up that laughter and snort. What did you want me to do? I don't snort know. again? Just like the downward, like, Hey. And then my other co-host today, Jordan William Eric. Hey, that's right. He's back, and we're all back, and we're excited for the Goonies, guys. The Goonies. The, the Goonies. Goonies. This is the movie this podcast was based on. Indeed, it yeah. was. We were sitting around with one of our guests here, who happens to be in one of our improv troops, and we were expounding on the genius of the Goonies. And this guy goes. I've never seen that. And all three of us, I feel like, simultaneously shouted, How How have have you not not seen that? And uh, six years later, we decided to do the podcast. (laughs) So let's bring our guests to the table. The one who inspired it all, (laughs) super fan, John Mark. Hey, everyone. It's great to be here. John Mark. John Mark Rantle. Yeah, there I am. It's it's hard for us to call you John Mark because we've called you Mark for 18 years. Yeah, I'm trying um, it on like a new name suit. I like it. All right. The the new name suit of John Mark. Well, it'll help with the illusion that we don't know you. And I'm going to call you the the friend formerly known as Mark. I'm going to call you Jean Marc. I like that. I'm going to call you JM. Uh, JM, why haven't you seen The Goonies? I I don't know. Like, this seems like one that would have just been right up my alley as a kid. Like, yeah, you I, are yeah. a living Goonie. It. I, I have no idea what that means. I. My best explanation is that there was something in it that Jesus wouldn't have approved of. And so my parents were like, they must have heard something that was like, don't let your kid watch Goonies or there'll be, uh, you know, tempted. There, or, there I, was a pirate. Okay, see, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So are, it, are you that way with all the movies from the 80s and 90s? No, that's the weird thing, is that there, there were enough of these like Spielbergian adventure movies that my parents did let me watch, but this one was but never... No. You know, this one took place in Oregon. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Yeah, the devil lives in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. movie did come out in 1985. You would have been quite young. I came out in 1985. Yeah, so... so. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like there isn't a way to watch this movie. I've literally watched this Movie. I'm 45, and I I conservatively estimate I have seen this movie a hundred times. Yeah, I watched oh. it twice in the past week, Mark. That's madness. Yeah, madness to me. Sorry, I mean the, my friend formerly known as Mark. <laughs> yeah. It'll take time. It's fine. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that's that was an explanation, John Mark. Um, <laughs> now let's take it to our other guest here, who was not born in 1985 who should have seen the Goonies, who is also an improv compadre of ours, 
Chris Gallegos, everybody. Hello, guys. Welcome, Chris. Oh, my God. We've got the sultry voice of Chris here to tell us <laughs> why he embarrassingly have not seen the Goonies. Okay, so as if I didn't already have enough shame heaped upon me for not having seen this, because it's not just like you're not the only people that have looked at me eyes widened and glazed with disdain, like, oh, how could you have not seen this movie? So you just make me feel even worse when you talk about it being the truly best movie of all time. And I'm thinking, that's not the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, that's the greatest movie of all time. But I think the reason why I haven't seen it was because in the early 80s, right about that same time, I think, so I was born in 70s, so I was about 15. Yeah. There was a movie that came out called The Monster Squad which is about a bunch of kids who go out to fight and kill monsters, the classics, vampire, wolfman, Frankenstein. And I fell in love with that movie. And I think at the time, I, I felt like Goonies, just based on what I had seen in commercials or trailers, was kind of a ripoff of that. You were kind of, you were, I would consider this like maybe like Teen Werewolf or Teen Vampire, like uh, mm. with Twilight yeah. series. You yeah. were, you were Teen, teen Monster, Monster squad. squad. And I think that's what it was. <clears throat> and then by the time I got, you know, later on in the years, it just became something that I, I never thought about. Mm. Until I'm out at a party and someone says, "How have you not seen Goonies?" I'm like, oh, "Well, now know. that's come to get you." It's biting me in the ass. Yeah, it is. Uh, if it makes you like, you did mention Raiders of the Lost Ark. They are both Spielberg's involved in both of these films. I see. I didn't know and that. Basically, like he didn't direct it, but he <clears throat> like presented it. So he like produced it and helped put it together. Like he huh. was he was very instrumental in this. I would say Goonies is like Raiders of the Lost Ark with kids. Yeah. Oh well, then There's I'm going to hate it. There's a lot of similarities, yeah. <laughs> a lot of well, feel. Yeah, and one of one of the kids, uh, or the kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, is in the Goonies. No yeah, way. but don't give away yeah. too much because yeah. there's some questions. And he's that also the little Indian prince. Yeah, that got short, saved we'll see. short the, Oh, no, no, no. short round. The, no, the, totally the guy who kid. ended up in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I did like. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a great movie. Well, this is a a game show now, so you're not having seen this movie should either benefit you or not, depending on (laughs) how creative or knowledgeable you are. So, uh, well, and speaking of the game show, let's just bust it right into the first round. Margie tried to steal my thunder, but on the script, I I have the first round. I was going to introduce you. Don't steal my thunder because you are playing for a fabulous prize today. What is it? What is it? The prize today is six fun-sized baby roots. That's right. You don't get this reference yet because you haven't seen the movie, but anybody else who has thinks that this is a kick-ass prize. I thought it was just chocolate bars. It is chocolate bars. (laughs) Chris and I were talking before we walked in of like, what do you know about this? And both of us know like half a thing. He's even seen a movie poster. I know a movie poster. That That is all I know. Well, this first round is going to be really fun for you guys because the first (laughs) round is the 10 second summary. That's right. The 10 second summary. You will each have approximately 10 seconds to tell us what you think the plot summary of this movie is. You can score a possible zero to five points based on your accuracy or your creativity. The first round will begin with Mark and it begins now. Okay, The Goonies is about a group of children who go on a, a grand adventure. One of them is incredibly strong and holds on to the top of a stalactite and a lot of children hang off of the bottom of him and they grow to love each other. Stalactite. You know what? The uh, A kid does hang off of a stalactite. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the poster. That's all I know. Uh, and there is a group of kids. Uh, you, you 
You got two plot points. Grand adventure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm two. 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 Sounds yeah, good. That's a solid two. That's a solid start. So this is a real. F- How many seconds? Ten. Ten seconds. Oh, ten second fast. summary. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't call the one minute summary the ten second oh, summary. I'm, I'm not even speaking in full sentences at this point. Good luck. <laughs> no, just right. throw out plot points. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. You have ten seconds, Chris, and your time begins now. Kids, uh, monster in a basement, uh, sewer, uh, river of crap, opera of horrors, treasure hunt. Ooh. Damn, you got like that. Like four out of the seven. Really. Yeah, that was solid. Um, there is a monster in a basement. Okay, so, there are kids. There is some sewer. sewer, some good sewer humor. Yeah. Um, and opera of horrors, of I mean. Kind of. There, there's there's it, actually a yeah, lot of opera singing in this. Oh, there is? What? Holy shit. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that, Italian there's opera. There's that whole organ, too. Oh, my God. Everything like, I know about this I got from watching a Simpsons episode. Okay, holy so. Holy shit, dude. I think, they must have done a good well, job. Well, see, that's kind of the point of the podcast is like you'll, you'll have known some of these references now from you threw out other a, pop culture things. It was a ton of accurate plot points, not in a cohesive structure. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to so, go with a solid three, though. Okay. That I was a solid three. three. Okay. Man, Chris. Well done, sir. Thank you. All right, so we that ends our first round, and right now it's Chris ahead of John Mark, three to two. Three to two. All right, well, it's now time for round two, which is Q and what the A. For this round, you will each be asked a direct trivia question. Based on your accuracy or creativity, you can score a possible zero to five points. Your point total will be... Your point total will be 100% at the discretion of the judges, which is us. If you score zero points on a question, your opponent will have a chance to steal. Do you understand the rules? Yes. Yes. All right. So Caleb has the first question. Round two begins now. John Mark, as you are behind, you will get the opportunity to answer first. Thank you. Your question is, when we first meet our intrepid Goonies, they are all gathering at Mikey's house. Tell us how each of the Goonies, Mouth, Chunk, and Data, Gain entry into Mikey's house. Okay, well, Mouth uh, wiggles his tongue in like a secret handshake tongue password. That's why he's called Mouth. <laughs> what's, the, what's the second one's name? Uh, chunk. Chunk. Oh, Chunk uh, brings food. That's <laughs> Everyone loves Chunk because he brings food. Uh, uh, and the last one? Data. Data. Data, uh, he, he recites the digits of pi. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wow, it, it, it was a creative answer. Uh, <laughs> it was wrong. I will give you some creativity. Um, I, you know, just for your creativity, uh, I'll give you two points. Two points. Two points. Um, the correct answer is <laughs> mouth knocks on the door and Mikey lets him in. Okay. Uh, Chunk has to do the truffle shuffle to satisfy mouth, and then Mikey sets off of a Rube Goldberg machine to open the fence gate for him. Data uses his wings of flight a zip line from the second story of his house and crashes through the screen door. That sounded really dirty when you said that Chunk had to do the truffle shuffle to satisfy mouth. It is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. That's okay. I thought it used to be called the fudge pudge. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know why. <laughs> no, that, that was in Monster Hunters. They did the fudge pudge in Monster Hunters. Monster Squad, get oh, it right. Monster Squad, my bad. Monster. <laughs> Detectives. Detectives. Okay. Uh, so two points for Jean-Marc. Mm-hmm. Next is Christopher. Do I like that? This is your question. Mikey's dad, aka Mr. Walsh, is the curator of the local Astoria Historical Museum. Half joking, mouth can. 
convinces? Okay. Yes, convinces. I'm going to start the whole thing again. <clears throat> Mikey's dad, a.k.a. Mr. Walsh, is the curator of the local Astoria Historical Museum. Half-joking, Mouth convinces the Goonies that there may be some rich stuff hidden in the Walsh's off-limits attic and that they should research it. Why do the Goonies need some, quote, rich stuff? Okay, well, first, I feel like uh, the Astoria, Astoria Historical Society mm -hmm. museum. Uh, is, is museum. It's it's focused solely on the history and past of Lady Astoria, a uh, <laughs> a, a criminal uh, woman from the Victorian age, who clearly at some point lived in that town, and the rich stuff that these kids need mm -hmm. would probably be things like I don't know a garter belt chastity device they're 12 perhaps some <laughs> they're 12 all the more important uh, trinkets and gold and stuff and they need it because the local circle k has raised the prices for not only the pac-man video game that they play every day before they go to school but <laughs> also because those little hostess fruit pies have shot up in price because of uh, supply chain issues uh, just a uh, Damn. 10 minute warning this is only a 30 minute <laughs> oh, I'm sorry no I'm done I figured that was that was it I got I got chided for not having coherent thoughts earlier now you made up for too it too coherent you coherented the hell out of it um, that was so so wrong but I loved the the world that you just created in that moment and so I'm gonna give you three points on that one Great. congratulations oh, fantastic man John Marks, don't what get is, mad. What it's is an the objective correct? game. What is oh, the yeah, correct? the correct answer. I guess we should figure that out. The correct answer is uh, Mr. Perkins, a.k.a. Troy's father, is an... Uh, as a developer who... Evil. It's supposed to be evil. Oh, okay. Who's Mar evil. The reason Margie keeps messing up is because Jordan and I typed the questions, and we're both horrible at spelling. <laughs> and we and didn't bother to spell check, although yeah. it wouldn't have caught this because it's, it's a, spelled... It's a correct, correct word. word. All the words are correct. They're just the wrong words. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perkins, a.k.a. Troy's father, is an evil developer who's foreclosing on all the houses in the neighborhood so he can build a golf course. The only way to save all of their houses and keep the Goonies from being split up is for the boys to find a way for their parents to pay off their mortgages in the next day. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yes. they didn't do that yeah. in the Monster day. Squad. Yeah. Ha, talk about stakes. Yeah, well, right. they could have died in the Monster Squad. Well, let's keep on with the game because we're going to figure out. Okay. Yeah. All right, my friend formerly known as Mark, yeah. this question is to you. Okay. While in the attic, the Goonies find something that sets them off on their adventure. What do they find? Uh, a, 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 a map. It's a map to treasure. That is 100% correct. That, that is absolutely he comes correct. charging back with a full five points. Wow. They find a treasure map to pirate One-Eyed Willie's long lost treasure. <laughs> One to pirate, Willie. okay. One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed Willie. Huh. Yeah, it's actually, um, we were watching this again yesterday, and Margie goes, do you think it's because men of our age call their penises One-Eyed Willies because of this movie? And I said... <laughs> I don't, it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. <laughs> Did the writers of the movie name the pirate one-eyed Willie because they were obsessed with their penises? I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah, you'll never know. Hmm. What came first, the pirate or the penis? <laughs> That's an excellent question. And speaking of question, Chris, yes. we're going to go back over to you for okay. this one. The Goonies stumble upon the Fratelli's hideout, which is also the entrance to the one-eyed Willie's labyrinth. Chunk is separated from the rest of the Goonies when they escape from the Fratellis by entering the catacombs under the hideout. How do the Fratellis get Chunk to talk? What does he tell them? And what does it take for them to believe him? 
First of all, clearly Fratelli's is an Italian restaurant, so they torture him by not giving him pasta. Because Chunk is clearly hungry all the time. Uh, Chunk succumbs and tells them that he truly hates meatballs and prefers Italian sausage. What was the last part of the question? Uh, what does it take for them to believe him? About the meatballs, apparently. They, they, they try to feed him meatballs and he throws up. All right. Well, oh, my God. Dude, okay. First of all... There was a couple of solid things in there. Chunk is always hungry. Always hungry. They what was do withhold like full. They do withhold food from him. And part of Chunk's story is how he faked throwing up in a movie theater and made the entire movie theater throw up. Yeah, I, I think this is a solid three points. Man, yeah. dude, you nailed that pretty ish. Yeah. The the <laughs> correct answer. The correct answer is they threatened to puree his hand in a blender. He tells them everything at their request, starting with his earliest childhood memories. And a colony of bats burst forth from under the fireplace, revealing the entrance to the catacombs to the Fratellis. Wow. So, Jean-Marc, clearly this is not a movie Jesus would have approved of. I guess so. Just looking at your face, you're like, this is why. Yeah. Kids getting their hands pureed. Even Even Mark's sitting here going like, I don't think I approve of me saying this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still not ready, y'all. All right, John Mark, back yeah. to you. Um, ooh, this is a tight game, guys. This is going to be a good one. All right. Even though he's like 12, Mikey is one of the greatest inspirational speakers in the history of the Goondocks. Provide one or two quotes from any of his soliloquies that inspire the Goonies to keep going. I, I believe in a future where one day Goonies will not be judged by the content of their shuffles, but by the quality of their shuffles. <laughs> That's 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 oh, his best. That, that speech is still quoted today. Yes. Oh my God. That Wait, is... is that real? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. That's so. No, it's not. That's so wrong, and it's so appropriating. So uh, I okay. First of all, I w- I want to stress that I really wish that we could do um, video of this podcast because for the first time ever, I think I've seen Caleb laugh so hard that he wiped away tears. <laughs> and I also want to point out earlier during Chris's response. Caleb was in the midst of drinking a Diet Coke and nearly squirted it out his nose. <laughs> so, you got I love this movie so much and you guys are fucking it up so bad. <laughs> uh, I, three, three and a half points yeah. just because, I mean, uh, what a great MLK. Uh, so, you. three and a half points to John Mark. Uh, there were two main speeches and here are some of the quotes from two of his main speeches. Home? What home? In a couple of more hours, it ain't going to be home no more. Come on, guys. So inspirational. That's pretty good. Um, And then the second one is like, our parents, they did the best they could for us. But right now, they have to do what's best for them up there. It's their time up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. (laughs) What? What? The hell? Yeah. Once you see these movies, I am so confused. Like, fuck yeah. I'm inspired just saying these speeches to myself. (laughs) You should look in the mirror every morning. Up here, it's my time. The next time I'm in a hard situation and I'm like, I got to get out of this, I'll be like, no, Caleb. It's all over the second you write up Troy's bucket. (laughs) Out there, it's their time. But in here, it's my time. It's my time in here. 
Uh, is it really uh, called the Goondocks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how they get that. Well, no, uh, no, I no, hope no. I'm not spoiling, but that's yeah, how you they are. You might be. Oh, yeah. okay. I won't yeah, say okay. that then. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris Gallegos, yes. you have a chance to either tie or not or get ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. Or completely mess it up and let John Mark steal. That's true. Yes. Here we go. The Goonies find, quote, one-eyed Willie's ship and his treasure. But as they're loading up the booty, the Fratellis show up and stop them and steal the treasure for themselves. How do the Goonies ultimately prevail? Well, clearly it's one-eyed Willie's ship, so it's a strip club. So the, uh... <laughs> they're 12. The Goonies... I didn't say they were partaking. That's true. The booty just happened to be walking around the ship. They released the booty to... Uh, distract the Fratellis, and while they were chest high in booty, they <laughs> ran away with the treasure. Um, I feel like they did not get that I mean, there's some treasure <sighs> leaving. Was like, this is, this, I, you, know, I, you know what? I want to hear Mark's yeah, I would like to appeal okay. for a chance to stare. Yeah. 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 Okay, I would say that they hold a game of wits, and uh, they, they, they do some sort of clever... Repartee, some back and forth of language games, <laughs> like Princess Bride. Like Princess Bride, and then the Fratellis realize their their uh, evil natures, and they just kind of crumble. Like a, mm, you're, you're like digging a, yourself away from this one. You're, you're digging a tunnel away from the answer. This is going to be a no a pointer. Tunnel made of okay. no Zero points. points. Wow. Dang. The real answer is Mikey forgot that he had thrown away his marbles and filled the bag with precious gems that the parents were able to use to save the Goondocks. Oh. So I it's like a lot more simple better. than you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simpler, but not more yeah, fun. It, it, it seems like such a low-key payoff. But they also do it in such a way like, no penniment, no sign, no penniment. Oh, God, it's so good. What was that? What you say? Mouth, translate, mouth. Oh, so good. <laughs> so based, based on what you know now, what is your stance on watching this movie, Mark? John Mark? I, I'd, I'd love to watch it. Because every time I mention to people that I haven't seen it, they have that same shocked reaction like how have you not seen that yeah. so I'm, I'm excited but i'm more confused than ever <laughs> especially about the bucket what is yeah, the bucket i'm with you on that one <laughs> chris i i feel like i must watch the movie now but with one caveat i must watch it with caleb yeah, yeah. yeah. that seems yeah. absolutely yeah. necessary like I have to just watch party um, okay I, so fun. i i want to throw one other question out here because we haven't even talked about a pretty important character that even Chris alluded to in his summary. Um, it's the monster in the basement. Now, I'm going to tell you, the character's name is Sloth. He's, one, he's the third Fratelli brother. Good question. And what I, what I want to know is, without knowing anything, how would you describe a monster in the basement that's chained up known as Sloth? Describe this character to me. Oh, I will. I will jump in. He's he's been chained up, so he's just uh, like melting as a person. So he's just like sitting in a chair, and he doesn't move at all. But he's just like being his like skin is being pulled toward the underworld. He's just like, he's like a really interesting sad marshmallow. Answer, Chris. Um, I'm drawn to that old horror movie where the kid uh, they pretend that the kid dies, and then they have the other kid, and they give him their the, their name and background. So I'm thinking this guy's been in the basement. He's all pale. His clothes are all like half falling off, and he's got a flat head because he keeps pounding it against the wall. <laughs> God damn! Wow, man! Wow! Whoa. Wow! No, you guys, uh, 
both kind of right, both kind of wrong. He's the fir- he's the oldest Fratelli brother. So like the Fratellis are this infamous crime family, and it's like uh, what is it? Jake, um, Francis, and then Ma Fratelli, and then Sloth is the oldest of the brothers. So he was first, but they're like hardcore criminals. The whole thing starts off with like a jailbreak, and then um, they're rescuing out. Jake and uh, Sloth has been like abused. Like his mom abused him as a kid, like dropped him and shit. So his face is completely deformed. Oh wow! Um, he's got yeah. I'm gonna show you a picture. Here. Oh my god! Yeah. He's got like some obviously like uh, you know deformities and stuff. What? But um, he's played by a bodybuilder. Uh, but he yeah. uh, former football player. Former football player. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. He, he not, plays not quite what he you plays expected. a key role. Is, in the whole I thing, will though. say that is the opposite of a flat head. Well. Yeah. well, it's it's pointy, and then when you see it in the movies, it's it's a. It's got a. I think it inspired the Coneheads, even though they probably came out sooner. <laughs> but like it's it's flat and pointy. Huh. It's it's pointy, kind of but it. it is scary. That is a it is scary. Yeah. monster. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess that was the fourth round that we added <laughs> before the third round. That was uh, that was round two point five. No no points, but still fun. Oh. Uh, so at the end of two rounds, uh, we currently have my friend formerly known as Mark in a small lead here, 12 and a half points to Chris's nine. <clears throat> nice. Still anybody's game. That's a big margin. Yeah. Okay. Three and a half good. points. Uh, it's now time for round three, the lightning round. Forget all of the effort you've put in so far because the lightning round is about to begin. For this round, you'll both be asked a series of questions. The first person to buzz their buzzer gets to answer the question. Chris, will you test your buzzer, please? Friend formerly known as Mark, please test your buzzer. Fantastic. In this round, each correct answer is worth 113 (laughs) points, completely derailing the progress you've made so far. The lightning round only lasts one minute in total, and the time starts at the end of the first question. Contestants ready? Ready. Ready. Host, are you ready? Ready. Ready. Round three begins now. Name any one of Data's gadgets that saves the Goonies' lives. Friend formerly known as Mark. A sextant. Nope. Nope. Bully blinders, pinchers apparel, slick shoes, spring-loaded boxing gloves, self-defense system. Why are they called the Goonies? Chris. Chris. Because they live in the Goondocks. Correct. Yes, that is correct. What is the the defining characteristic of the pirate one-eyed Willie? Uh, John Mark. He he has one eye. Correct. <laughs> what candy bar does Chunk pull out of his pocket to give a slot? Oh, Chris. Chris. I'm going to say Baby Root. You are correct. No. Oh, fantastic. Wow. That was a solid. That was a solid that round. That was good. Wait, hold on. Okay. Yeah, no. That's I correct. Know. Wow. All right. So, as so many more questions we didn't even get that to. That goes no. so fast. It, though? I yeah. know. There are so many good questions. Well, you're just going to have to answer them by watching the movie. Okay. Um, speaking of watching stuff, as we tabulate the points, uh, Chris Gallegos, what are things that people can see you do and, and be like around be town? Like. Uh, well, right now, uh, I'm working at Stranahan's as a tour guide, and I'm giving whiskey tastings and tequila tastings around the city, like at corporate events. And we're also the company that I perform with, we are in the middle of rehearsing to cut a Christmas album. Oh. Uh, so we can get it out by November at some point. So we've been rehearsing and uh, getting it all down. And uh, so they can watch for that sometime in November, I guess. Awesome. Are you allowed to name the company you perform with? It's Connect for Events, uh, but this is the uh, uh, C4 band. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right. 
alcohol and music. Yeah. Nice. John Mark, what are you up to? Uh, I am currently a part-time monk, so you can find me sitting on a rock. <laughs> uh, other than that, you can see me performing with The Rip uh, when, when The Rip has shows. I don't Yay. know when those will be next. Probably one of the greatest improv troops Probably. that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Legendary. Uh, Legendary. And then, I don't know when this will release, but I have a stand-up show at the Denver uh, Museum of Science. Hey, cool. uh, that is a Science Riot show where I run a workshop for four weeks with a bunch of STEM professionals, and I teach them how to uh, create a kind kind of like half TED talk, half stand-up comedy routine. When is the show? Uh, it is late June. Okay, mid, so mid to late if June. this comes out after that, why didn't you go to the show, everybody? And <laughs> if this comes out before it, be sure to check out the show, everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's a really, really fun show. Fantastic. That uh, sounds great. Can't yeah. wait to see you and, and hear you guys with those things. All right, All right uh, Caleb. This, uh, this was very close until the very last question. But, uh, okay, John Mark. With an extremely admirable 125 points, you have 125.5 points. You have taken second place. Oh. Chris storming forward in the final lightning round with 235 points. You Woo. win the six pack of Baby Roots. Let's do a round of applause. Baby Roots. Uh, Chris, we would like a speech from you, please. Okay. Uh, Well, first of all, I would like to thank all the babies and all the Ruths out there for making this possible. Um, Steven Spielberg for making all these amazing movies, um, some of which I've seen. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for the Goonies for having absolutely no impact in my life whatsoever until this exact moment. Um, And thank you to Caleb and Jordan and Margarita for inviting me to their to their hovel uh, for this podcast. It's been fantastic. Um, I couldn't be here without any of you guys. I mean, I'd be here, but I wouldn't be here here. And um, my heart is just open to all of the uh, chihuahuas that are still suffering in Mexico today. Fantastic. Thank you. All right, great. Peace um, of love. Peace of love. Well, Mark, you don't get to talk because you <laughs> lost. Give so. me the eye. In fact, we turned your microphone off for that very reason. Yeah. So uh, with that in mind, thanks to our guests, thanks to our hosts, and thanks to our one or two listeners out there for listening to what I think is probably one of the greatest podcasts and one of the greatest movies, The Goonies. Be sure to tune in in a couple of weeks when we have our next episode. Until then, have a good one. How Have You Not Seen That is a production of The Rip in association with Moxie. For more episodes, please subscribe. (laughs) Uh, How have you not seen that?